This podcast is brought to you by Walt Disney Travel Company, Disney's official holiday specialist. When you book direct with Disney, you will experience the legendary Disney service from the moment you get in touch. Whether your heart is set on a trip to Walt Disney World Resort in Florida, a Disney cruise or a Disneyland Paris break, you'll find your perfect Disney holiday when booking at disneyholidays.co.uk or through the Disney Call Centre. Enjoy expert advice, explore great ideas and a host of exclusive benefits, including low deposits and the option to pay your holiday off in flexible instalments, only when you book with Disney. Now, on with the magic. Hello, I'm Joanna Fletcher and this is Journey to the Magic, the podcast all about Disney holidays. I cannot tell you how excited I am today. Uh, our guest is an actress. She's an author. She's an all-round brilliant human and, on top of it all, the biggest Disney fan I know. That's quite a bold statement. She's also my sister-in-law. It's Carrie Ho Fletcher. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> Mostly just to spend some time with you, G. I never see you. I know. An uninterrupted bit of time to I chat know. about one of your favourite things. Yeah. Why not? I can't wait. Uh, Carrie, before we really dive into this podcast, you're, I ne- my ears. <laughs> you're the first guest to actually bring their own ears. I'm not, am I? Davina brought all of her, her, <gasps> her lanyard pins, yeah. and all of her pins, and that, you know, it weighed her down. So yeah. I do think you've gone for a lighter I have, option. Yeah. Talk me through your ears. So my ears, they're new and they're meant to be scented, but I think I've sniffed them so much they've lost their smell. <laughs> you've taken all the scent I've out. taken all the smell away. So they're meant to smell like chocolate, but they don't smell like chocolate anymore and I'm a bit sad about it. Um, but they are my uh, snack ears. They have I- Mickey ice cream, Mickey premium bars all over them. <laughs> and I have a matching jumper and a matching bag, but I haven't brought them today. I thought that might be a bit too much walking through London. I'm going to the theatre after this. I thought look, I might look a bit mad. I want you to wear those ears to the theatre. <laughs> Okay, all right, I might annoy the person behind me. But <laughs> I want to see a photo <laughs> of you in your seat. <laughs> a photo from an angry theatre goer behind me who's tweeted it. Yeah. Having a go because I've been wearing my ears <laughs> through the this? whole show. Do they not know where they are? I paid tickets for this. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you've also brought along your bag. I have, it's my favourite lounge fly. I'm a big lounge fly. You fan. are, you've got me a bit hooked now, yeah. to be honest. And this is my, my Epcot 35, 35th anniversary bag. It's got figment all over it. It's my favourite. I love it. And I bought it when they were putting them out on the shelf. And I must have been like one of the first people to get it because then it sold out and there was like a massive scramble to get this bag. So I've sort of, I'm, I feel like I need to hold on to it really so tightly whenever I bring it out. That's actually why it's here because you won't leave it, let it out your yeah, side. I won't. Just no, in I won't. case. No. Uh, you've got quite a lot of Disney stuff. Did I, I say do. things from Disney parks? It's only a recent thing though. I think I've suddenly realised that I'm an adult in charge of my own money and so I can buy this stuff for myself <laughs> and no one can say anything about it. I was quite envious, actually, on our last trip in November of you going off and doing... I'm dealing with meltdowny children <laughs> and you're off buying a new lounge fly yeah. bag. I'm like, why, Carrie, why? I have a wall now. Do you know about my wall? Tell me about your wall. So my lovely fiancé, Joel, is a big Disney fan as well and he bought me these amazing hooks that I didn't know existed. They are Disney hooks and they have a little curve at the top for your ears to sit on and then a hook underneath to put your matching lounge fly on underneath. It's amazing. So I have a wall of those. So I've got them all neatly lined up in my in my office. Let's be honest. I mean, I know you were engaged before you did it, but at that point, did you go, oh yeah, he really is a keeper? Yeah. Oh God, yeah. Mm. When someone says they've been to Disney more times than I have, I mean, that's a feat. That's very impressive. So I was like, oh, yeah, I need to hold on to this one. He won't He won't have a go at me when I buy another lounge fly. <laughs> another pair of ears. He'll be like, He's an enabler. He's a Disney enabler. He's like, do it. 
buy the spirit jersey, buy the other pair of ears. If I'm like, which one shall I buy? He's like, both. Just do both. <laughs> well, actually, the last time we went to Disney, you had got in- engaged like two days yeah. before. Yeah. I didn't feel sad about leaving him behind, though. No, you didn't. Bye. I did feel sad for him on the family WhatsApp chat. <laughs> yeah, though. no, I did as well. He was included. Like, we took Scott, your best mate. Yeah. But we still included Joel yes, on the chat because we, did. we didn't want him to feel left out. No, no. But we do go to Disneyland Paris in a week and a half. Oh. And that'll be our first Disney trip together. I I might cry my whole way round. Because I get emotional at Disney anyway. Yeah. So being with Joel and knowing how much it means to the both of us to actually be in Disney together. Because yeah. it's like our happy place. But now we get to be in our happy place with each other. Oh, with your oh, happy I'm, people. I'm with our happy people. Well, we've got a little gift for you, actually. Stop. Um, I don't know whether you're going to want to wear it on this trip or on future trips, uh, but his little gift. I mean, knowing me, I'll wear it now. You know what? If you wanted to swap ears mid show, (gasps) stop. Oh my God, stop! (laughs) Talk (gasps) us through it, Carrie. Talk us through it. Okay, well. It's a podcast. Yeah, sorry. You can't see (laughs) me. I'm sorry. I'm going right now. Right. I'm I'm putting the the lounge fly on the floor to get these out. (gasps) Sorry, Epcot. Special Epcot. Oh my God. We've got bride and groom hats. Mm-hmm. But then there's also ears. I can't bear it. There's ears. Look. <gasps> Aren't they pretty? They're so See, beautiful. those ones I feel like you can definitely do on this next trip. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And then there's bride and groom Mickey and Minnie in here. Uh-huh. I can't bear it. I've, got, I've not got enough hands for this, G. <laughs> oh, I can't. <sighs> so I want you to wear them when you go to Paris, if you like, if you, if you like. But also, I we want will. you to have the experience of going around Walt Disney World yeah. with a bride oh. and groom thing on. Because everyone speaks to you. Everyone really? says, congratulations. <gasps> oh, and, you know, I love you're it. not happily ever after badge. And it's honestly like everyone just, you get showered with love from and Disney lovers. And I feel lovers. like the older you get, the more you need a reason to be the centre of attention in Disney. Because it's all about the <laughs> Especially kids. Especially when you're going with your nephews. It's all about the kids, <laughs> yeah. right? So you've got to have a badge of some kind that says yeah. you're celebrating something to get a little bit more attention. You will get so much attention. <laughs> just, I think it's incredible. Are you um, thinking about honeymoon destinations at the moment? We are talking about it, yes, and they all revolve around Disney. (laughs) (laughs) All of them. We want to do a trip where we do all of the Asia Disneys. Nice. Because we've never done any of them. So we want to try and do a a two-week trip where we get Hong Kong, Tokyo and Shanghai all in one go, which I think would be amazing. And then there's Aulani in Hawaii as well. I feel like that, to me, sounds like a honeymoon destination. Yeah, definitely. I mean... Any honeymoon, any trip we do, I think is always going to be, we're going to find a way to Disneyfy it, even if it's going to somewhere that isn't Disney, but wearing our spirit jerseys whilst we're there. <laughs> I love the idea of seeing you like in the Caribbean, but still wearing your ears yeah. on the beach. You know me, G. It'll happen. <laughs> It'll happen. I'll find like tropical ears to wear out there. They'll always be themed. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, let's talk about holidays in general. Although I'm going to ask this and I know where it is. Where was your last holiday to? My last holiday was to Walt Disney World, Florida. We didn't pay her to say that. That is legit fact. Literally where I was. Yeah, (laughs) you were with me. (laughs) Um, And I mean, it feels like a while ago now. It does, yeah. I feel like so much has happened in sort of like the last half of this year. Uh, Where are you looking forward to travelling to next? Oh, I mean, my next trip is Disneyland this Paris. Is Paris. It's all so Disney. Thing, I'm trying to get you to talk about something else that we can know, go on to I, Disney, I, but I it's all Disney. I can't. Curry. This is the thing. There's just so many people I know who I want to take to Disney. I want to like, because I think that's the most magical thing about Disney. And you are very good at that, actually. You are someone who 
you have that love and you want other people to experience it yeah. and love it. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard because so much of why I love Disney is nostalgic. It's because yeah. I've been going since I was a kid. And there's rides. Like like the Haunted Mansion is my favourite ride of all time. Yeah. Like the, the Walt Disney World one. I love it so much. But when you're introducing a 30-year-old, someone in their 30s, to Disney for the first time, it's not exactly the most sort of up-to-date ride with the latest technology but I love it because it's something I remember going on when I was a kid yeah it's really hard sometimes to introduce someone to something when they're like why do you like this ride like why is this this the one when you've got like Tron opening up yeah. this year or you've got like Flight of Passage that's like the latest technology and it's like I cried the first time I went on that ride it was like <laughs> mind-blowing ridiculous mind-blowing but introducing someone to Disney is just my favorite thing in the world are they, like are there specific people that you absolutely love traveling with or do you do you like to mix it up all the time I mean I've, I've I've been very lucky to travel with so many different people but I love traveling with you and and Tom and the boys even though we're chaotic I love it though I love that and chaos. there's always tears I know it's so much not I was gonna say it's so much fun the <laughs> tears aren't fun but the seeing the excitement of the boys going yeah. somewhere and even Tom Seeing like oh, Tom's yeah. excitement going to Disney because he turns back into... I feel like you've got such a job on your hands when you go on the holidays with Tom because he does sort of forget all responsibility and turns oh, into yeah. a six-year-old again. Yeah, yeah. Like watching just him like just, yeah, just want to like play lightsabers with the boys and you're like, not we're in a queue, stop it. Put the lightsaber down, Tom. <laughs> this is not the risk assessment. <laughs> not the time. Says this isn't great. <laughs> but no, traveling with the boys, I think it's just so much fun. And, and like that's the most time that I've spent with the nephews as well. Yeah in a you know big chunk of time so it's like a proper bonding experience but mm. over disney and in the most magical place where it's just so much fun yeah and actually i read a post the other day on instagram about um someone saying about taking kids um on holiday uh, them uh, and them saying about disney holidays specifically and about the magic yes all that chaos is there but with that magic there, it's very different because there's so much to get excited yeah. about and to do and create because those memories. Any holiday is going to have that kind of chaos yeah. when you've got children. Absolutely. But there's always going to be something that happens on any holiday. Yeah. But then if you're in Disney, you get to counteract that with like a whole load of magic and a whole load of happiness. Yeah. There's always something to distract with as well. Yeah. Well, I remember once there was a guy who, I can't remember when this was, it was a few years ago now, but there was um, a guy who worked at Memento Mori, you know, the haunted mansion shop, and Buzz was upset about something or other, I can't remember what. And this guy said, I've got a, I've got a job for you. And he came over with a little box for a Christmas ornament or something. And he gave it to Buzz and said he needed to collect stickers. But it was like a job he had. It wasn't like for fun. It was a very important job that Buzz had to do. And all of a sudden, Buzz stopped crying and was just so invested in collecting these stickers all day. <laughs> Amazing. Like, yeah. just magic. Like, that's magic in, yeah. in my in my mind. And, and that's what you've seen, though, from being a kid and yeah. going to Disney. Yeah. Disney is just so good at creating, like, magical moments. And you know how I said, like, the older you get, the more that you need a reason to, for people to pay attention to you. It's not actually true, because I've been in Disney just on my own, you know, I've, I've gone ahead of the family into a yeah. park or something. And I remember once I was being my usual dorky self and was dancing to the music in Starbucks, just like, not like full out choreo, dance routine, just sort of like bopping along to this music in Starbucks. And my coffee came with an extra cake pop and on the, the packet it said, for dancing with joy. <laughs> Can you believe it? And it literally just made my entire day. I was on my own. 30 years old. <laughs> I do love the family WhatsApp group, though, when it's like, you'll never guess. Yeah. And there's a little piece of magic. 
you know, people always say to me, oh, is it is Disney, you know, are you not too old for Disney or is Disney, can we go if we don't have kids? Yeah. I would encourage you to go without kids first to experience yes. the magic yeah. and experience, you know, the rides and, and to have that attention on, on you for a bit because it's the most magical thing in the world when well, someone does something like that Well, it's your chance to go and be kids yeah. and go and play yeah. and go and, like, f- fall into the magic. Are you looking forward to experiencing it with Joel? Yeah, I can't wait because we're so into Disney Mm. and we've had all of those experiences growing up and having that nostalgia of going to Disney parks when we were little and we've grown up with that magic. So to now have the chance to share because we have traditions, we have like rides that we do first. But it's going to be interesting for you to see, you know, how you Disney differently. Yeah, I know. I feel like we. it might be the first time we ever argue. Imagine. <laughs> it if, might be the first time we ever disagree with each other. Imagine if he wants to go out around Epcot the wrong the way. The wrong way. The wrong way. In fact, we've already talked about this. Okay. I already had a conversation with him because I was thought... Was it the first date? <laughs> yeah, it was actually. First it was in chat. my, I'm not my talking Disney about kids. questionnaire. Can we just talk about Epcot and which way you go yeah. around? He says that he usually goes the wrong way, oh. but he will convert for me. And if that isn't love, then I don't know what is. Oh, Carrie. I know. I know. Um, what has been your favourite trip ever? Not Disney? Not any trip ever. I feel like I need to say something that you isn't can Disney. Please take us away. We'll come back momentarily. Okay. All right. Let me think. So I, I was lucky enough to go on a couple of art trips when I was a kid. Mm. Um, and they, they were both to Italy, funnily enough. Nice. I approve. Uh, one was to Venice and one was to Florence. And I just, on both of those trips, I think they were maybe like a year or two years apart because mm. I did art for GCSE. And they were, they were so incredible. Going to Venice particularly was just amazing. Seeing, I think it was a place that I'd always wanted to go because, you know, it's so picturesque. Yeah. You've got the gondolas and you've got, you know, the, the just gorgeous architecture and the museums. And it was just so beautiful. And we went to, um, I think it's called Murano, the island that, that makes the glass. And I remember it was also um, like high tide at the time as well. So you had to walk on these like boards that were put up on platforms and it was just it was just amazing I just loved it so much and of course because it was an art trip a school trip I was there with all my friends as well so it was just a lot of fun to be abroad with a bunch of mates when I was like 16 years old yeah because it's a a very different kind of traveling that as well yeah like school trips brilliant memories are made it's like having an extended playtime yeah yeah and it doesn't end because then you get to have like sleepovers in the evening at whatever place you're staying at yeah what do you pack in your travel bag for the plane? Oh, see, this is where I've inherited everything from mum. Okay. So I'm one of those travel people where everyone else just goes, Carrie will sort it. Carrie will deal with it. So I, I even bought myself something the other day. I bought myself one of those little, like, travel pouches where you put your boarding pass in one thing, you put mm-hmm. your passport in the other, you have, like, all your print. I print out everything. I have a wadge of paper about, like, three inches thick when I go on a plane because I've printed out everything that I could possibly need and then I will put it. I'm like Monica from Friends where she's got everything in the order that she will need it mm-hmm. I'm like that and a book a book is a must and a notebook I will never go on a holiday without a notebook because mm-hmm. I know what I'm like I will have like the most genius idea of my life and then not have anywhere to write it down on a holiday and then by the time I'm home I've forgotten it and also it's just not quite the same is it writing that thought in in your phone no there's something no. more creative about yeah. writing it because the thoughts almost keep coming as you're... And I turn even into... Even I can't read my writing when I then look back at it. Like, I turn into someone thought? from a movie, though. Like, I think, like, if I'm like somewhere in, like, Croatia and I have this idea and I'm like, oh, this is a montage from a movie. I can hear the soundtrack playing in the background, <laughs> like, in my head as I write this idea down. And then in the montage, I come home and it was, like, a genius idea and I've won a Nobel Prize. Like... <laughs> <laughs> 
you're changing the world with your ideas. Yeah, everything's like romanticised <laughs> and I'm on holiday and then I get home and read it and it's like the worst idea I've ever had and it never goes. I just ripped that page out my notebook, embarrassed that I ever wrote it down. <laughs> I have the same thing. I almost feel incomplete without a notebook. Yeah. Yeah. It's very I odd. have to have a notebook. Yeah. Kindle or no? I've recently gotten into uh, gotten okay. into a Kindle, yeah. Um, I really enjoyed having it on. I went on holiday to Croatia earlier this year, and that was like a proper beach holiday. Don't do anything. It was such a beach holiday. I don't know. <laughs> I no, go on, you can say it. You enjoyed a bit of time on a nudist beach. We did. For the first time in my life, we went to a nudist bathing area. And the best part about it was that there was no one else there. Right. So it wasn't like going to I can imagine you like... both, and you probably were very adult about it. We were. I was 38 and I should <laughs> be better weren't. than this. But I can imagine it being very giggly. Yeah, it was super giggly. And every time, because it was like by the sea. So every time my boat went past, I was like, ooh, <laughs> suddenly pulling the towel off of myself. <laughs> it was very funny but then like there were like ladders that were built into the sea in this area yeah. so they, it was like encouraging you to like swim naked in the sea and it was the most amazing thing I've ever done it was incredible do you arrive to a nudist beach clothed yes. and then you don't just you don't strip off in your hotel room and walk okay. there <laughs> just <laughs> through the lobby Morning, it's a question everyone. I've never asked so <laughs> no we went it's... clothed and then did deep, you swim deep. in the sea naked yeah but that was amazing. It was incredible. It was so amazing. And the fact that there was like no one else there as well. There was like one other couple that we saw there in the whole the whole holiday. Yeah. It was so good. My next question. We're now going on to Disney, Carrie. This is the time that we're properly yes. meant to talk, to our, talk about our Disney World, even though we I have. I know. I'm sorry. Um, we're going on to Disney. I mean, I just wonder if you could tell me how much of a Disney fan would you say you are? I don't know how to quantify that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what to tell you, G. I, I mean, I'm not like an ultra Disney fan where it's like my personality and I will go to other places like you, you will, know I will true. I will book trips to other places around the world but I do really really love it do you have a favourite uh, film or character oh, it changes all the time but Daisy Duck She's a, she's a pretty... I love I mean, her. I wore this today just for you. I love her so much. My jumper is a Daisy Duck jumper. And this is a new thing. That jumper is iconic, G. She's yeah. so great. But she's such an iconic character and I feel like... What is it about her that you love? Well, I... I, I She's so sassy and I feel like she's a yeah. bit more of like an adult Disney character. Mm. You know what I mean? I feel like she's got that sort of like sass and... And I, she's in the cartoon. She's always like the the voice of reason. She's always like the straight talking one who just like gets to the point. Whilst Mickey and Goofy and Donald are faffing about doing something silly, Minnie and Daisy are always the ones that are like we'll sort it out. Yeah. Uh, favorite Disney movie? You can say one today. We won't hold oh. you to it. You can change it tomorrow. It's got to be Hunchback and Notch Dame. Really? Yeah, I love it so much. And every time I watch it, it just gets better. And it's got the villain in it that I'm scared of the most. Oh, interesting. Frollo. I'm te- like because he's human. He's not like. Ursula or Maleficent where they're evil because they have like magical powers he's just a bad human yeah and that's scarier to me than someone who's got like magical powers who uses them for evil mm. and also it's a Victor Hugo book and you know Victor Hugo lame is there's a connection there's a connection got a root for Victor Hugo when I can <laughs> <laughs> um Walt Disney Company turns a hundred this year yeah um do you have like a specific wonderful memory uh, of Disney I must have been about 13 or 14. We were in Disney World. We are in Epcot, which is my favourite park. And it was just me, mum and dad. Mum and dad went off to the toilet and I was sat on a bench um, near... Where was I? I must have been in Germany. And um, all I heard was... 
And I was like, what is that noise? And all of a sudden, this gate opened next to me and Snow White and all seven dwarves <laughs> marched out. And there was it was early in the morning, so there was no one around. So mum and dad came back from the toilet and I was playing hide and seek with Bashful. <laughs> and I've got this amazing picture that I, I don't know where it's gone, but I've got like a, an old disposable camera photo of me and Bashful like either side of a tree. Because it was just like, there was no one around, so I just got to play with the seven dwarves for like... <laughs> 10 minutes. So good. So good. And it's like magical moments like that that you never get anywhere other than Disney. You don't. You really don't. Yeah. It is just that like Disney magic that isn't just in the attractions and yeah. isn't just in the restaurants and whatnot. It's it's in just the place itself. Mm-hmm. Um, Carrie, I think you might be our first guest who has been to Walt Disney World <gasps> Disneyland Paris and on a Disney cruise. <gasps> That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You've got the triple uh, whammy. Yes. You know you like triple threat. Yes. You're the triple threat of the, <laughs> of the Disney, of the Disney world. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. I mean, the cruise. Well, My then that, what's interesting about that is that for, you, you've loved Disney for decades and that yeah. Walt Disney World experience. You've loved going to Paris, but the cruise was something completely That I'd never new. done. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's because you don't think about it being as Disney-fied as going to Walt Disney World. And mm. if you're going to have a Disney holiday, I always thought, well, you then you go to one of the parks. Yeah. And then we did the cruise and I was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, this is exactly what I would want from a Disney holiday. And also kind of like to the nth degree from what I would want for a, a holiday. Like my perfect holiday is something that's relaxing, but yeah. mixed with something fun and mm-hmm. doing something sort of, doing exploring somewhere or whatnot. So doing that, cruise on the Disney Wish where we had the relaxation of being at sea and, you know, lounging in the sun and, you know, getting coffee and just chilling out. Going to Castaway Key. And then, yeah, but then going to Castaway Key and going to the Bahamas. Like, I've never been to the Bahamas before. And, like, swimming in the sea and, oh, it was just so great. And then on board the ship, having all of those, like, amazing bars, the, like, unbelievable restaurants. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was just so great. What did you think it was going to be like before... You got on. I don't know. I don't think I had any expectations, but I just didn't expect it to be that sort of perfect mix mm. of having a relaxing holiday. And, you know, there are places on board the ship that aren't as, like, Disney amplified. And you can just go to a bar and have a drink without someone singing It's a Small World in your ear. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then if you want that Disney experience, you you app, there's, like... A million places on board the ship where you can go and have that. I mean, it's, it was all just incredible. It was so good. Um, how many times do you reckon you've uh, done Disney Ooh. in total? So cruise, Paris, okay. Florida. So I think Walt Disney World, I've been to 23 or 24 times. Blimey. Land Paris, I've been to three times. This will be my fourth time there. I've been to LA once. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the cruise. So whatever that is, added up. I can't do maths. And I lost count. Is there something that you always have to get? Funnel cake. Yeah. Funnel cake is always my go-to. Funnel cake and one of them massive toffee apples. Because mm. they are ridiculous, those toffee apples. So good. <laughs> Gee, they're so good. Let's talk about food. Because obviously over the years, food in Walt Disney World has changed really dramatically. Changed, yeah. And there are so many amazing places to eat. Yeah. They've got some of the best chefs working in Disney. Yeah. It's like going to like the BR guest restaurant. Mm-hmm. The food in there is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. Like get the the best steak just and 
the the way that the cuisine is always like themed as well. So it's like French cuisine in the Be Our Guest restaurant because Belle's from France, like you know <laughs> stuff, stuff like that. Yeah. And the food and wine festival as well in Epcot is it, it's one of my fa- it's one of my favorite times of year to go because they have the food and wine festival. Yeah. And all of a sudden, all of these amazing little stalls pop up where you can get snacks for like five or six dollars. And they're just so good and they're so sort of authentic. Yeah. I just love it. There's so much yeah. amazing food there. There's nothing you can't get yeah. within the realms of Disney. And even on the cruise, the food oh, on God, the cruise. The cru- oh. I can't what was it called? It was in the in the Marvel restaurant. Mm-hmm. And it was called something like Mystic Pasta. Because it was all like Marvel themed. And it it's maybe the best pasta I've ever had. Oh my god. It gosh. was so, so good. I think about it every now and again. Do you? Yeah, every now and again. I'm like, oh, what do I fancy? I want that pasta I had on the cruise. It was Disney Magic, that that pasta, I think. Now, Carrie. Yes. This is the big bit. Okay, I'm ready. I am going to take you somewhere. Okay. We're going on your dream Disney day. Yes. You can wake up in either... (sighs) I know, I know. Walt Disney World, Disneyland Paris, or on a Disney cruise. Where are you taking us? I'm going to do the cruise, G. <gasps> Amazing. You know, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go for it because I feel like it's new. It's exciting. It is. It is. Absolutely. So are we waking up on the wish? I would take it. Yes. We are waking up on the wish. And I'm so excited to go to Castaway Key again. <laughs> I loved Castaway Key so much. So have we just docked in the Bahamas then? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's that morning. It's that morning. Although I do love being announced. Oh, no, G. Oh. What do, do I do? you know do? what? You can do anything you can like. Can I do anything? Yeah. So one of my favourite things about going on the cruise is being introduced. <laughs> It was very regal. It was, yeah, it felt very regal, but I cried. And I had to, I I didn't want to like cry in front of everyone. So I was like, it's really like crying behind you, like trying to blink back tears. Because it's just so special and so exciting. And having like all of your group together and just to yeah. be like, intro- and everyone claps. Oh, it's so good. It's just so great. And it feels do your so- best, do your best um, imp- impression of it. Of what, of the announcement? Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen of the Disney Wish, please welcome the Fletchers. I love it so much. All the clapping. It's just... And I love that everyone who's sort of like around gets on board as well. Like when we were stood watching other people get introduced, we were all like, yay, (laughs) welcome to the ship. Like we worked there. It was so, so magical. And I feel like it's like the perfect welcome to a Disney holiday or to a Disney day being introduced. Well, and then you go into the atrium and there's people waving. Yeah. There's there's Disney princesses and princes waving at you as you walk in and then someone comes out and makes you cast a wish and then all the lights go up the wall and the chandelier sparkles. Like, I mean, it's like the ultimate Disney experience. Yeah. The, the ultimate Disney magical moment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and the rooms as well were so gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So we're waking up in your room. Yeah, I'm going to open my balcony doors and I'm going to see Castaway Key in front of me and the sun's going to be shining. That is be a beautiful morning. It was when you so... wake up and the Bahamas it's just are there. Right there. It's just there. It's incredible. And you see people like getting off the ship and like going to start their adventure on Castaway Key. And like when I was a kid, hearing that, you know, Disney's got their own island. Oh, I remember it being a big yeah. old thing. Like, <gasps> what? Yeah. How? So when I heard that we were going, I was like absolutely beside myself that we got to go and see Castaway Key. 
just amazing. So yeah, opening balcony doors, seeing the Bahamas there, mm-hmm. and getting excited about having like what I'm going to have a breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Talk me through your breakfast. Well, I'm one of these people that wakes up hungry. Like every day, I wake up hungry. So I'm going to have Mickey waffles, G. Because like. Mickey waffles are a staple. You've got to have, and maybe like a little side of bacon as well. Like I mean, the, the crispy American streaky bacon yeah. with loads of maple syrup. Because in my imagination, there are no calories. Mate, it's a dream Disney day. Um, and now are you feeling full? Are you ready to, to start? I, I am. But first, before I get off the ship, yep. I'm going on Aquamouse. Yes. Aquamouse was so good. It was so good. Did you think it would be like what it is? No, I, I don't. I, even when I like saw it, because you you can see the slide when you're just stood on deck. Yeah. But then when you're on it, it's so fast. It's so, like so quick. It's it's an attraction. It's a proper it's, attraction. Yes. And it's long as well. It yeah. feels like you're riding it for like a substantial amount of time. It's not one of those slides where you're like, all of a sudden you're at the bottom and you've got water up your nose. Yeah. It's like a proper ride. Yeah. And the beginning of it is so much fun with the cartoons as you go up and you see like the like the new Disney cartoons as you're as you're riding up. And it's like a proper story as well mm-hmm. about how like all the ice is melting and now the like the ice is washing you away down the slide. Yeah. And it's got ups, it's got downs, it's got a bit where you feel like you're going to go overboard because yeah. it goes off the side of the ship. Yeah. I mean, it's quite a, quite a ride and it's, it's Disney's first attraction at sea. I mean, so cool. Yes. And that feeling of almost going off the edge. Yeah. That is just so thrilling. And I remember when Tom went on it ahead of me and you and yeah. we were behind him on the same dinghy and he said we sounded like Minnie and Daisy going on a ride together. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. Okay, uh, we've been on Aquamouse. What next? Okay, now we're gonna we're gonna disembark. Okay, and we're gonna go on to Castaway Key. Nice. We're gonna go onto the island, and we're gonna start before we do anything yeah. with a five kg. And yes! this time, I'm actually gonna run it because last time I walked it. Uh, well, to be honest, I think we took our time getting off last time, so it yeah. was quite hot. It was like 37 degrees. Yeah, and we did a five k. Yeah, and then we get our new medal at the end of it. Also, there's someone waiting there with pina coladas for us as nice, well. Nice, nice. And then we go to our little cabana, yeah. our little private cabana with hammocks and the sea just there. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then we just sit and drink cocktails all day. Nice. And have a little swim in the sea. We go and have some nice lunch. Yes. Just chill, just chill for the whole day. But then being very excited about the fact that we get back on board later on mm-hmm. and we're going to go to Arendelle. Oh, Because that I was my favourite. I loved it so much. I think my food was... The, my fa- my favorite food was the Marvel Kitchen. Yeah, that was the was Marvel special, restaurant. Yeah. But Arendelle, that experience, the performers, the musicians. Because you don't know what it's going to be like when you go no. in there. You don't know how the storytelling is going to be structured. Yeah. What that story is going to be. And actually, the three musicians they were mind blowing. So good was ridiculous. Yeah, it was. Oh, it was so. But the thing was, it wasn't like. Elsa and Anna come out and perform a song. It was like a celebration of Frozen as mm-hmm. opposed to like watching the Frozen sh- show, you yeah. know what I mean? Which meant that you could sort of like sit and have a chat but then still sort of like be listening to what was going on because it wasn't like you sit- had to sit and follow a story. Yeah. But then the characters would come round the table and like Olaf would come round and chat to you for a bit. And the fact that you've got the same servers with you as well I I just love it so much I have to say one of the things that I love about going to Disney with you is seeing you with characters because I just see 
the 10 year old Carrie that yeah. I first met. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or even younger. Like, your inner child is on your face instantly. And I think that's a new thing as well. Do you? I, I think in the last sort of like five years, I've really suddenly loved meeting the characters. Yeah. I love that. I think it's great. Especially Daisy. I just love her so much. She's my fave. So we've gone to Arendelle yep. for dinner. Yep. Um, what What next? Uh, well, we are going to go to the Rose Bar. Oh, good. Because I, I feel like there were lots of cocktails there that we didn't try, mm-hmm. that we could have, that were really good. Either there or the Bayou, because I loved the Bayou as well. That was brilliant. And we had that Moe on ice. Which I'd never heard of before. Unbelievable. And it was so good. So nice. I'm... What was it? Tom, Tom, you and Tom are also on this trip. So we'll drop Tom off at the Hyperspace Lounge. I, I mean, we'll get rid of him for a couple of <laughs> I've hours. I've never seen him so happy. As when we, or maybe Joyful Sweets was up there as well. Yeah, we'll get him an ice cream, drop him off at the Hyperspace Lounge, and then me and you will go for a little chat at the bayou. There you go. It's only outdoor. We'll see him stumble yeah. out because the cocktails in there are so yeah. strong. But then, G, what we're going to do yeah. is we're going to go and pick up Tom again, yeah. and we're going to go and do a silent disco. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> you were so pessimistic about this silent disco. I was, I was, I was, because I did couldn't get my head around the fact that we were all there together, yeah. but technically apart. Yeah, and I wanted to take off my headphones and listen to one song together. I wanted it to be like a, a collective experience. Yeah, and I couldn't get my head around the separation between listening to different songs, but wanting I wanted you to be listening to what I was listening to, and and then when we were like, oh, let's all just be on the same channel, I was like, well, then let's just take off our headphones and listen to the song out loud. <laughs> No, because there's something really special about a silent disco where it's just so freeing. You know, I yeah. feel like people, it's the music is literally in you in yeah. a different way and people dance and people sing and but the it's reason that I thing of go, listen to this song. The reason I want to go is because I've never seen Tom like that. <laughs> I have never seen my brother dance and sing so wildly and loudly <laughs> that I need to experience that again. And also, I found my fun in standing back a little bit and taking my headphones off and listening to the noise of everyone. <laughs> oh, no, you never want to listen to the oh, noise. No, I enjoyed that so much. I just, I'm really I'm really pleased that you want more silent disco in your life. <laughs> I think it's because you enjoyed it so much and I loved watching you have the time of your life. I loved watching my brother become this other human that I'd never met before. <laughs> and now that I look back on it, I was like, oh, actually, that was a lot of fun. But also, then we went and did the pirate night. <sighs> the pirate party was like it so It blows great. my mind that we're in the middle of the sea. And there's fireworks. Yeah. Eh? Like, so, so great. And then Captain Jack Sparrow, like, abseiling down from, like, the tallest mast of the thing. Like, just so great. And it being like a almost a, would you call it rock? Would you call it soft rock? Like, yeah. everyone just bouncing yeah. around, like singing. singing rock songs. Yeah. And at sea, so it felt like we were all actually pirates. So, so good. Are we having any snacks or anything else before we go to bed? Well, I mean, I was going to say, what would they do that late at night? But it's my fantasy, so we're going to have anything. So I'm going to have a funnel cake. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> have a funnel cake. Why not? If they've got a and if they don't there, do them on the cruise, then we'll get it flown in from yeah. Walt Disney World. Yeah. And also, I'll I want to go you. to bed on my dream day knowing that the following day we go back to Walt Disney World. Aww. And more fun starts again. Oh, I love that. Forward planning on your dream Disney yeah. day. It's like having um, the genie giving you wishes and you're yeah. wishing for more. So yeah. you've just given yourself an extra... Yeah. How many days are you going to spend in Walt Disney World? I mean, three months. Why not? <laughs> you, granted. It's my, it's my dream. <laughs> okay. It's my brain. <laughs> right. We are now on to a very serious round. Okay. Uh, this is the Lightning McQueen quick fire <gasps> round. Okay. I'm going to give you two options at oh. lightning speed okay. and you're going to give me your preferred answer, the preferred okay. one, okay? okay? Okay, let's go. Cinderella or Ray? 
Ray. <gasps> Mickey waffle or funnel cake? Funnel cake. Uh, thrill ride or character meet and greet? Character meet and greet. Poncho on water rides or get soaked? Get soaked. Planner or play by ear? <gasps> oh no, I'm going to plan, I'm going to plan, I'm going to plan. Okay. Uh, flight of passage or it's a small world? Flight of passage. Happily ever after or phantasmic? Phantasmic. Oh. Uh, Disney merch or holiday attire? <gasps> Disney merch. Dance of the parade or video it all? Oh, no, dance. you've got to dance. Yeah. Uh, thrill seeker or bag holder? Thrill seeker. Parks by day or parks <gasps> by night? Parks by day. Carrie, I absolutely loved this chat. Thank you <laughs> so much. I'm so pleased you asked me to be here. Oh, I just can't wait for us to go back. I know. I feel like... As as we get older, as our family grows, it's that thing of, and I think that's why it's such an emotional experience. Yeah. You know, I don't think there's ever a Fletcher Disney trip where all of us don't cry. Yeah, um, and I, and I'm I, surprised I haven't cried here. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I've avoided all anything emotional about Disney because I knew because I've cri- every episode of this I've listened to, I have cried really? to the point where I was listening to to Davina's one oh. and I was on a run and I had to stop running because I was <laughs> was it was it the chewy bit I couldn't it was the Cinderella bit oh. when she was talking about watching Cinderella for the first yeah. time oh, oh I had to stop running because I couldn't breathe because I was sobbing yeah so I'm so pleased that I didn't cry why does Disney mean so much to you why ask that now when I've just said I don't want to cry G I just want to I want to know um it's it's the way it makes me feel it's like the it, I, I've never felt so inspired and so creative than when I'm either watching a Disney movie or in a Disney park. Mm. And every time I go to Disney, I come back feeling like I want to take on the world because I'm so inspired by everything I've seen, whether it's watching the kids get excited about something or whether it's being like completely mind blown by uh, a ride and how incredible it is, whether it's the technology or the idea behind it. And it's then going, I want to do something like that or I want to make my mark on the world or I want to make someone feel like Disney's just made me feel. And I just love that feeling. I can't get enough of that feeling. I feel like I'm constantly chasing the way. It's it's not even necessarily Disney and what Mm. it is. It's the way that Disney makes me feel. And that's why I keep going back. Do you think that feeling is also one of everyone having a place? I think we can go through life and feel a bit lost. Yeah. And if there's something very welcoming and, and uniting as well yeah. like everyone's nice to each other in Disney mm. and not even like the cast members it's the people who are all experiencing this happy place who are then just nice to each other because they're they're experiencing this like joy together I mean you just wait till you go with your bridal ears I can't wait I'm so excited <laughs> I'm so excited you're going there in a matter of days I know yeah. You enjoy Disneyland Paris. Thanks. Just document it all I will. Me, please. I will. I will send it all to the family group. Yeah, thank you. It'll be like I'm there. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Each week on Journey to the Magic, we are joined by our Disney insider, Jamie, for some magical hints and tips. Jamie, what have you got for us this week? Hi. I am so excited that we have had our first ever perfect Disney day on Disney Cruise Line. I know. Isn't it exciting? I know. I'm so excited. You know I love Disney Cruise. So to continue with this theme and to inspire our listeners a little bit more, I'm going to share some exciting Disney Cruise Line news and tell you all about our itineraries for 2024, as well as some exciting news about Disney's newest island destination, Lighthouse Point. Oh, I can't wait to hear about this. First up, I am super happy to share that the Disney Dream will return to Europe in summer 2024 to favourite destinations including a longer UK season. 
I know. Well, you asked and we listened. <laughs> so due to popular demand and for the first time ever, we have some very special three, four and five night round trip sailings from Southampton, visiting destinations in Spain and France. Now, I know I've already talked about the convenience factor of no-fly cruises before, and I do really enjoy not having to, to fly and you can just step off it train or park your car it's very convenient but it really does take the hassle out of traveling yeah uh, so Southampton is the perfect point and it's a great starter cruise for people who are kind of curious to dip their toe in the Disney cruise line mm-hmm. pool I think they're going to be a great hit with families uh, who want some Disney magic and don't want to fly so yeah uh, when in the summer are there any dates that we should look out for there are some dates Ooh. so there are five of these shorter sailings and they will be sailing in the august school holiday period starting from the 12th of august and the last departure is on the 27th of august nice so perfect school holiday time yeah. like great little short break I and mean, six weeks is a long time to have <laughs> kids off school so you know it's a great little great little couple of day trip just to give them some disney magic if you can't fly to florida or can't make it to paris Amazing. There was so much demand for the shorter UK sailings that we have on offer this summer that we really tried to create something bespoke for the UK market next summer, which is is why we've placed them in the, the UK school holidays in August. We've also offered a variety of lengths. So whether you want a three, four or five night, um, as well as a variety of destinations, including La Rochelle in France, Zeebrugge in Belgium and Bilbao and La Corona in Spain. So Amazing. Yeah. Shall I I help you book one? Yes, please, Jamie. (laughs) (laughs) And then on top of the longer UK season, the Disney Dream will also be sailing from Barcelona and Rome to ports of call throughout the Mediterranean on a range of three to 12 night sailings. And alongside the shorter UK sailings, the Disney Dream will sail directly from Southampton to destinations including the British Isles, Norway and Iceland. So there's lots of options to choose from. Yeah, you can really go exploring. I love it. And what about destinations across the pond? So, in summer 2024, Mm. guests sailing from Fort Lauderdale in Florida on our ship, the Disney Magic, my favourite ship, will visit Disney's all-new island destination in the Bahamas, Lighthouse Point. I'm so excited about this. Tell me more. I'm as excited as you. (laughs) I can't wait to see this. Have there been any pictures or anything of it yet? There have been a little bit, but I can share a little bit more with you now. Okay, I'm ready. Lighthouse Point is a vibrant island retreat purposefully designed to be a unique fusion of Disney experiences and bohemian culture. So you can expect from a Disney destination, family fun on the beach, uh, adults only relaxation areas, Mm -hmm. areas just for kids, uh, complimentary lunch, beach chairs and umbrellas to relax with plenty of water slides, activities and so much more. I mean, it sounds perfect doesn't it? Shall we go? Shall we? Let's go. Uh, well, talking about that, how do you choose which ship and which itinerary t- to, to, to go on? Well, that, that's probably why I've been on, on so many cruises. Right. Um, I quite often can't decide which one, so I do all of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Just let's, let's do them all. I know. <laughs> um, but each, each ship offers something different. So we have the Magic Class ships, which are the Disney Magic and the Disney Wonder, Mm -hmm. and they have unique offerings. And then we also have the Disney Dream and the Disney Fantasy, which are the Dream Class ships. They offer something even more different. And then we have the Disney Wish, which you've experienced, and offers something completely different to those as well, all while still keeping that Disney Cruise Line theme of, you know, family, entertainment, and, and just high-class great food. This sounds like an amazing new destination to visit in the Bahamas. Yeah. 
It is, and it's going to be. There's going to be lots of Bohemian experiences on offer too, from exploring Bohemian art, culture and nature through experiences especially designed for families with local speakers, musicians and artists, as well as port adventures on the island of Eleuthera. And we also have three new ships in the pipeline, uh, meaning that our fleet will have more than doubled by 2025. That is just magical right there, isn't it? I know. More ships to explore, more ships to sail on. I can't wait. Me neither. (laughs) You're never going to be home, Jamie. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I love. And just like that, we've come to the end of another fantastic episode of Journey to the Magic. A huge thanks to Carrie Hope Fletcher. I mean, I could have listened to her talk about her Disney memories all day long. I mean, I will. I'm going to go catch up with her now. There's more Disney talk to be had. Join me next week where I'll be chatting to surprise Disney fan, Ramesh Ranganathan. 